0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Thanks be to God for all the different kinds of people, languages and personalities that he has created. Thanks be to God that he didn't think that the world should be made up of people with the best personalities and populate the whole world with only such people. There are those who have very outgoing personalities, put them among people they are meeting for the first time, and it will seem as if they've known them all their life. They have just that way of making everybody hear them, and they are not doing it with any selfish motives. They are just being themselves. When they are present, who needs icebreakers? It makes you wonder if you are not like that, whether or not they have ever felt alienated from anybody in any new situation. Hardly, but not impossible. Since they are human, it is almost a certainty that they have their moments. They have their moments when they too feel like they don't belong, alienated. On the other hand, there are those who feel more comfortable being quiet. They can be in a group and people might even forget that they are there. They seem to be alienated from everybody, and sometimes they are, but by no means all the time. People may feel they need icebreakers to get them to be involved, and they may feel they do not. sometimes they do feel alienated. They may try to get a word in edgewise without always succeeding. They may feel ignored, So they just stay quiet. Alienation. It happens to all of us at some point, some more often than others. Writing to the Colossians, Paul reminds them that at one time they were alienated people. But it was a different kind of alienation. It wasn't just feeling like you don't belong when you are among a group of people. This was a very serious one. It was alienation that had eternal negative consequences. It was an alienation that you couldn't do anything about. It was alienation from God. If you go from not knowing or caring about God to knowing and believing in him and then slipping back into different beliefs, then the lights are blinking red for you. That was a danger the Colossian Christians were getting into. Paul had been informed about some new religious teachings and practices that were completely foreign to Christianity. And there were some old religious practices and rites as well, practices that had been rendered unnecessary because Christ has come. Some were worshiping physical beings, others were worshiping spiritual beings, including angels. This type of worship gave the impression and feeling to those involved that they were more spiritual than those not engaged in such practices. It was very attractive. It's just like having specialist spiritual beings you can go to when you feel your situation demands it. To have such specialist spiritual beings that you can worship and go to when you have problems would seem to be the best thing to do. It was attractive to look for rapid results from the new spiritual practices and beliefs. It's in some sense like what our medical system is. We have the general practitioners or primary doctors whom you will see when you have medical issues. And if they think you need more specialized care, they will refer you to specialists who have spent more time in training in specific areas of medicine. They know some things, and have had practice in the areas that the generalists Have not. Although nothing is guaranteed, they are more likely to be able to help you. So if you can get to see them and see them quickly, the better it is for you. The Colossians had once been taught and believed that Jesus is the only true God who once lived on this earth. They had been taught that he was not a mere human being. They had been taught that although he became a human being, he was in fact the source of all creation. He had believed this, but somehow they were being influenced by these new teachings of some secret knowledge as a key to making a person acceptable to God. Paul had to write to them to encourage them to stick with Jesus and the truth they had learned about him. Otherwise, they risked being alienated again. Most of them had not grown up Christian. They were alienated from God at that time before they came to know and believe in Jesus. Now there are all kinds of teachings in our world today that claim to make you feel more spiritual. It is taught that those things may make you feel more spiritual and closer to God because you are doing something. They may make you feel like you are not alienated from God. But a closer examination of those teachings shows that they contradict what Jesus has done and what has been revealed through his prophets, apostles, and evangelists. So instead of drawing you closer, they contribute to your alienation. If you watch religious programming or listen to religious broadcasts or podcasts, you might hear people who claim to speak on behalf of God the Holy Spirit. And if you care to part with some money, you'll get a personal prophecy, but just a phone call away. You don't have to wait. They promise that you will get the result you want. Examples abound of people who have personally enriched themselves by preaching the prosperity gospel. They sound very persuasive and tap into some desire in us to avoid living in want. They quote the Bible often, but with twisted interpretations. You may not realize right away that what they are teaching is false. Prosperity in their minds is what God has promised to every Christian. And if that doesn't happen to you, there must be something wrong with your faith. Just listen and give your donation to them and they will pray a prayer of faith for you and you will receive the results you want. That is their claim anyway. If you allow yourself to be taken in by what they preach and teach, face alienation from Christ. There are those who claim to be prophets and their gift is to speak fresh revelations from God. They speak new words and of prediction and teaching. Their words rebuke or encourage. Now words of rebuke and encouragement are not foreign to the Bible, but these revelations from these prophets are new. They are outside of Scripture. They contradict Scripture So even though they may have a ring of truth to them, they are false. The end result is that they cause alienation from God. I don't think that is their aim, but that will be the result if Christians heed those teachings and prophecies instead of listening to God's true revelation. That revelation is found and fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And what Jesus Christ has done for every believer is to bring them from alienation to reconciliation with God. Everyone was once alienated from God, no exceptions. Everything they did, whether we consider them good or not, was not pleasing to God. Sometimes it is hard for those who have been Christians all their lives to believe that there was a time when they were alienated from God. They have been baptized as infants, and they have never left the church. What could cause them to become alienated from God? Perhaps you've pondered that question before and can't really find any reason to think that you were once alienated from God. But because we are all descendants of Adam and Eve, we are all born alienated from God. Then, as individuals, we each choose to accept and embrace that alienation with the things we do or think or say that are against God's revealed word. In other words, what we call original sin alienates us from God, and what we call actual sins also alienate us from God. No matter what we do, no matter how hard we try, We cannot will ourselves into a state of righteousness and reconciliation with God. And a person has to be in a state of righteousness and reconciliation with God to have the hope and certainty of living with him forever. But people who were once alienated from God can be returned to a state of reconciliation and righteousness with God. God is not willing to leave you alone in a state of alienation from him. Because of the work of Jesus Christ, you have become too precious for him to leave you alone wherever you are and wherever you are headed. He loves nothing more than to bring you back. He will remind you through his word that you are headed in the wrong direction. You and I may not like it when we are told that God is not pleased with everything we do, but that does not stop him. He tells us plainly to lead us back to himself. Jesus loves you too much to let go of you just like that. He allowed himself to be treated shamefully through insults and torture and death on the cross for your sake and mine. But even death could not prevent him from doing what he had come to do. He rose again from the dead victorious. That victory is your victory. He has given that to you. And there is therefore no need to turn elsewhere to anyone or anything else to bring you reconciliation with God. You already have it. It is the most precious thing you can have in this world and in the world to come. There is absolutely no need to look for other teachings that are not in accord with the Bible. They may sound good, but they are all ways of leading you away from Jesus. And to be away from Jesus is not a good thing. And that is putting it mildly. You once were alienated from God. You no longer are. Christ alone has moved you from alienation to reconciliation. And Paul says a very astounding thing to the Colossian Christians who have been disturbed by the false teachings. He said, God has now reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Imagine you were one of those Colossian Christians who first heard this read for them in church. I imagine it will blow you away. Well, you don't have to imagine you were there. Those words are for you today. These are not words said just to make you feel good. They are God's declaration for you and about you. I've read these words so often, and they blow me away every time. Because you can think about you and those who know you best hearing that you are holy in God's sight, without blemish, free from accusation, and I doubt if they would agree that this statement is 100% true about you. The same applies to me. But it is God who has made such a declaration about you, and it is true because your shortcomings, your intentional and unintentional sins, have been fully paid for by Jesus Christ. Paul knew that in this world, there will continue to be more and more new and confusing teachings about God. But the faith revealed by God in which you stand must always be where you take your stand. Continue in that faith, won and given to you by Jesus Christ. Even if the false teachings may at times sound attractive, faith in Christ revealed in the Bible is what counts. Do not be dissuaded by the wisdom of this world if it contradicts what has been revealed. Remain in that true faith which is enduring. Do not be persuaded by anything different than what the only God has revealed. Nothing comes close to it, even if it feels that way sometimes. You have become recipients and beneficiaries of a mystery. It's been revealed and endures for all time. The same Christ who existed before the beginning of time and is still at work is in you. Christ's work is for you and in you. He has brought you from alienation to reconciliation. What more revelations do you need? None because of Jesus. Amen.